Hey, what's going on? It's John, and it's time for the JMart Cast for Monday, February 28th. What's going on, friends and family? How are ya? Hope you're doing a well, and you hope you had a good week, even though it's been a crazy week. I'm uh, recording this on Sunday afternoon around 5 o'clock, just after I dropped off my parents at their house, after picking them up from the airport. They're just back from Florida, and I just was a... Uh, picking them up and dropping them off and tomorrow I'll be going back to the airport because my family and I are leaving for a week to Mexico. Woo woo! Pretty pretty dope, pretty excited about that. Anyway, what a week it's been. On think on it was earlier this week on Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember which day exactly. We got in the mail my daughter's new passport and as soon as we got that my wife and I are like, let's just get the hell out of here <laughs> because, you know, it's been a long winter. We've had a lot of minus 20 days and it's just time to get some rest, get some warmth, get some sun and uh, hightail it out of here and, yeah, just relax a little bit. Really happy and grateful to have, to be you know, blessed enough to have the opportunity to, you know, get out there and and you know travel outside of this country you know I'm uh, lucky enough that uh, even though <laughs> I didn't want to I went and got the stupid vaccine just so that I'd be allowed to get out of this country and yeah I'm gonna take advantage of it and and actually do that because um, you never know what's gonna happen right like frick there's a war apparently going on now, right? You guys, I'm sure everyone's heard of the war in Ukraine, right? Russia being crazy, crazy, right? Like Putin being crazy, crazy, not Russia. Don't blame the Russian people or the Ukrainian people. It's definitely the governments, of course, fighting each other as always. And then just innocent people being left in the middle to uh, be the ones to pick up the pieces and, uh, and you know, really take in the blunt of the... Uh, losses right it's just going to be families with losses and politicians uh you know commanding those losses let's let's put it that way yeah my heart goes to the uh poor people of ukraine and the difficult hard times they're gonna have to face in the near future i mean this is i don't i don't want to sound heartless but this is a continuation of what happened like of like what happened two years ago right two years ago uh probably not a lot of people remember, but there was a month and a half straight where um, there was a war happening where Azerbaijan was basically leveling through rockets and bombs a city called Artsakh, a city full of ethnic Armenians that it's like this basically enclave inside of Azerbaijan that has 90% ethnic Armenians. And it's a long story from the Soviet Union era, but basically... It had not been under the control of the Azerbaijani government, even though it's within their borders for over like 20 years, basically, since after the collapse of the Soviet Union. And they decided that they'd had enough and they were going to take it back by force. And they basically pulled out all the stops and using modern drone warfare for a month and a half, like they decimated the region and the people and shell-shocked them, basically. And... That that was that happened two years ago. You know, not a lot of people noticed. Not a lot of people cared. There's 
nowhere near the same effort by the Western powers to, to help protect those civilians, you know, that time than, than it is now. But, you know, it is what it is. You can't, can't be mad about it because, you know, that little region doesn't have any natural resources or anything worthwhile to protect as opposed to Ukraine, which is, you know, full of, uh, apparently it's like one of the most uranium rich places in the world. Guess, guess that makes sense, right? They had like Chernobyl in Ukraine. So anyways, um, yeah, like they've got natural resources. It's a highly industrialized region of the world. It used to be the breadbasket of the Soviet Union. So there's a lot of reasons why <laughs> things are happening there. Anyways, just ridiculous. Uh, how, how quickly, by the way, like the uh, news just switched, the news cycle just switched from from COVID and protesters to, oh, we're, we're in war now. We've forgotten all about COVID and the protesters and all the emergency powers that the government enacted, which, by the way, they enacted them. Then they had the vote on, like, what is it, Sunday? And then they ended the emergency powers, like, one or two days later. Like, what was the point of the vote if you were just going to end it right there? And even, like, all the protesters got pushed out over the weekend and then they voted to still keep the powers after they got pushed out and then i guess when the senate was going to vote on it they decided they're they're going to stop it because the senate was going to put a kibosh on it so just to save face they decided let's end this now so we can say we did it anyway i was going to read some article um that i found about how like all the emergency powers that were used with regards to like the financial um I guess, uh, what are you going to, repression, you could say, like all the bank accounts that got frozen, all the emergency powers that were needed to make that happen, they uh, have been made permanent. There was a whole article written about it, how they've set it to make that permanent, and now they'll have the ability to do that anytime. So, <laughs> you know, that's one reason why potentially the uh, emergency powers got ended so quickly. You know, you don't really need them anymore when these powers have been made permanent. Anyways, regardless... So, I've uh, been getting ready all week with packing and everything to go to go to um, go to Mexico. Pretty stoked about that. Stoked about having a week of sun and beach, and yeah, it's, it's gonna be great. And then earlier this week, I've been I had a chance to go to jujitsu on Tuesday. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's get a bunch of jujitsu in so that I get it in, like I get a bunch of classes right before I have to go away for a week. And then I went to one class and I totally janked my neck so hard that like the next couple of days I was actually really out of commission. And today's now Sunday and I'm finally starting to feel a bit better. Like after, you know, from Tuesday till Sunday, like a bunch of, you know, <laughs> recovery. Like I've been doing, like I've actually had a pretty like stiff neck since since Tuesday like I said and I've been doing a lot of like these light movements and neck sit-ups and everything to help rehabilitate it and make it feel better but man like it's been actually like really difficult to help it like it's been getting better little by little but like I imagine it like if I hadn't been doing any of this stuff then I would be in much worse shape it's amazing <laughs> how badly I janked my neck and it's also amazing to me just like how like how much effort it takes to help 
like you know fix and heal these these things with through, through movement you know I, I really have a strong belief that like movement is the way to heal a lot of these little injuries and it's just like it's surprising to me how many little injuries you can incur from just like practicing jujitsu twice a week <laughs> and you know, I'm do- not even doing twice a week I'm often ending up less than that like once a week just due to uh, lack of uh, you know time and also all the in- injuries I'm incurring I'm taking a lot of time to recover before I go back <laughs> yeah I'm a, I think partially it has to do with the uh, uh, how the effort that I'm putting in during these classes I probably need to take it a little bit easier and not go so hard and if I do do that then I probably won't jank my neck as much but you know it's just hard to resist like pushing hard you know when you're grappling you can you, can, you know you're so close you're pretty much at the point where you, you think like yeah I'm gonna like I'm gonna try as hard as I can and if I don't like it feels like the other person's gonna you know crush you and like almost kill you you know like it feels like a life and death situation actually this did happen to me uh, last week on Sunday I went to a, an open mat class and during open mat you just are you know rolling with other people you don't have a class actually and you're just you know trying out your skill against a bunch of the people also coming to the gym and I was practicing with this purple belt who purple belts are two levels higher than the white belt which is what I am right you go from white to blue then blue to purple and this purple belt was very experienced and like uh, really good at being able to handle my attacks and then also managing how well his attacks kind of uh, were you know doled out onto me because he basically got to a point where he um, took my back and had me in a chokehold position but he's so well versed you could say that when he he knows exactly how much pressure to apply to you know not have me in a fully uh, compromised position where I'm choked and I need to tap but I also like tight enough that I didn't have any space to move and get out and it was just like such a miserable position to be in because I'm just like I just want to get out of here like at least just squeeze my neck so I can tap and like get out of here but he wouldn't do it because he was like well experienced enough to put me in a difficult position and kind of force me to try to work my way out of it so he's kind of actually doing a really good thing and helping me practice like these difficult positions and what to do to get out of them but it just feels so grueling and miserable as I'm in it that like I just like I, at, at some point I was like oh this is so bad I'm just gonna tap even though he's not really he's not really um you know uh choking me but then as I went to tap he just like yelled he's like don't do it he yelled at me and told me to not tap and I'm just like god damn it like I can't even tap to get out of this miserable position (laughs) Uh, but he just let up a little bit more and then I got out of it which was nice of him but it was just it's interesting the like after that I had a bit of a panic attack because it's like this really strong like fight or flight feeling you know coming over me and I had this moment where I was like breathing so heavy and I was taking taking a second for my breath to catch and you know for a second you start thinking man I'm going to be breathing this hard for forever it's not ever going to catch up like and these thoughts they start like getting worse and worse if you don't take control and I had to just walk away from the mat and walk to the front entrance and get some cold air to hit my face and then I felt normal and it felt okay but it took a second there <laughs>
anyway, um, anyway, back, getting back to Ukraine, one thing I wanted to mention is I noticed, I saw that there's like a Twitter account, the official Ukrainian government Twitter account put out a tweet with a Bitcoin address where they're asking, they're soliciting for Bitcoin donations to help the government fight off the Russian attack. That's just wild to me. Like, that's crazy, right? Like, the, it's the, we're living in a crazy time where, you know, <laughs> there's, you know, Bitcoin being used to be given to peaceful protesters, there's bit, Bitcoin being used to help, uh, I don't know, uh, fund a government under attack from, like, <laughs> Putin. Like, Bitcoin's in the middle of everything. And then as a response to Russia for all this crazy stuff that's happening, of course, the Western powers are, you know, sanctioning, which I didn't know what sanctions meant for the longest time. I finally learned that just means that they're cutting money away from them, from, like, banks, basically. They can't have access to banks. That's what sanctions are. It's like, okay, well, if you can't access, have access to banks, then that might drive Russia to actually, uh, to Bitcoin as well. So now the government of Ukraine is asked asking for Bitcoin to fight Russia and then potentially Russia could switch to using Bitcoin for the fact that they don't have any other international way of like settling transactions. So this is a wor crazy world we're living in. Um, it's just, it sucks. It really sucks to, you know, have this war happen and like all these people suffering. But in all honesty, like this was going on, like obviously it wasn't going on in Ukraine before, but like unfair bombings and civilians dying unnecessarily that was going on before Ukraine like you know of course the media is just going to put a spotlight on on Ukraine because it's in the favor of like the western governments to do so but like there was never any media coverage of like the US bombings of Yemen or all the other like countries that are that like America is involved with in that region like you know this, this is nothing new unfortunately like I, I don't hate to sound like uh, I don't know, what's the word, uh, 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 like, like I have no, you know, I like I have, what is it, ice in my veins, like I don't have, I'm so like unemotional or anything, but, but it's part of what I've learned through time, it's just like nobody gave a crap about like the bombings and the innocent people dying when, when it was happening two years ago. And, like, it was clearly egregious war atrocities going on. No, no one cared. Like, so the fact that people care now that it's happening in Ukraine, that's good. Hopefully it'll put a stop to it happening sooner. But ultimately, this is just par for the course for how the world works, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Especially when you have, like, crazy, you know, dictators like Putin in charge of, you know, powers like Russia with nuclear, you know, weapons. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is like Trudeau like condemning like all the things that Putin's doing. Meanwhile, he's this guy's like, dude, you you don't even have a <laughs> anything to say. Like you don't have a right place to speak up about anything. Okay, Mr. Trudeau, you're you're just a little clown with a black. You're a blackface clown. So <laughs> just keep your mouth shut and don't make Canada any more embarrassed than the international scene. Uh, but it, uh, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it short because I didn't really have a lot of time to record this uh, throughout the 
throughout my weekend, unfortunately. So the, the only time was available was during my car ride home from after dropping my parents off. So I got it done. Appreciate you listening in. Appreciate you all every week in and out. Thanks for coming back and uh, supporting me. As always, be grateful. Stay active. J-Mart out.